What's up, guys? This is the first episode of the People's Project. I'm Mitch. I'm here with my co-host, Chris. How you doing, man? Man, I'm good. I'm extremely excited to get this rolling. I know we've been talking about it for a while. Um, yeah, it's felt like a what a year or so. It's, it's taken a while for us to actually like put it together, but I think this is, uh, <laughs> I know. You know, this is our first shot at it, and uh, I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, I think we got a lot to talk about, uh, a lot of experiences where we uh, we uh, screwed up. Yeah. And, oh my uh, gosh. Yeah, I think going. that's all I've done. So <laughs> <laughs> this is our first episode. It's gonna be fun. You know, we we have a topic we want to talk about today, but first we want to introduce ourselves. Like I said, my name is Mitch. This is Chris. But um, we started a relation. We you know we started. Well, our personal relationship, probably, what, four years ago? Professional relationship? About that, personal, yeah. yeah. Something like that. Um, about four years ago, Chris was a high-performing rep. I was assistant manager. Then I moved to a general manager. He moved to an assistant manager. And then I became a DM. And now you are a GM as well. That's right. As, I think I think that's why, you know, we kind of we kind of clicked. Yeah. Um, not a lot of people have the ambition that we have, or maybe they just haven't found it yet. Right. Or, or they have it and it's not there yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's really what this is about. Uh, we're trying to bring that out in people. Yeah, and right. help them get there right. because that's what you did for me, and kind of like this is what we're talking. We're going to talk about today, and and really more about this podcast too is having that mentorship. Yeah, because that's kind of how I got to where I'm at now. I don't think I would be here if it wasn't for you. And I think some people wouldn't be where they're at now if they didn't have another person or their mentor. Yeah, mentor now. I think the biggest thing too, you know, we talk about ambition, and I, I think a lot of people have that ambition. I think it's a lot of, and I think we we, we dealt with that too, right? A lot of outside factors, whether it be leadership, um, you know, your parents or teachers or friends or whatever it may be, that kind of tell you that you can't do something. Mm-hmm. You know, that you need to just focus on that career. Don't don't worry about anything else. Just why, keep pushing. Why do you think they do that? Why do you think that is? I, you know, ha- part of me thinks that. When someone sees someone else, you know, doing well and, you know, starting to move up the ladder, you know, half of me thinks that people don't want to see people successful, right, or, or more successful than them. But I, but I think another part of it is that leadership is like a skill that's like developed, you know, and when you start getting away from, you know, I was, I was a person that in the beginning of my career, my early 20s, I was focusing on my own paychecks, my own promotions, and not focusing on the people around me. Mm-hmm. You know, and all all of my teams that I was ever with, we always plateaued. So what and, you're saying is there's really no natural born leader? No, absolutely absolutely not. I think there are people who are born uh, maybe that they are able to uh, publicly speak a little bit better or things like that. But I think leadership is a skill that is uh, learned and developed tailored and really executed over time as you experience more and ultimately with me fail as many times as I have, you start figuring out what not to do. You know, that's the biggest thing with me. But uh, for this first for this first podcast, you know, one thing that Chris and I have been doing is getting into some personal development books. You know, some leadership books. Uh, Andy Frisilla, um, big one, the host of the MF CEO Project, talks about you know making sure to read personal development books, and that's something that we jumped into, and it taught us a lot. You know, and I think a lot of our topics are going to come from the you know books we've been reading. And, you know, I'll tell you one thing. My mom would be very proud of me from all these books <laughs> I've been reading. <laughs> Everybody read that much. I know, right? Right. But, yes, it, it's been awesome. So, Chris, what are some books you've been jumping into lately? So, uh, you know, two that really stand out to me right now are uh, one from uh, Jocko Willink and Lee Babbins. One of oh, the yeah. first ones I really dived into mm-hmm. and uh, or dove into. And 
I think everyone, if, if you're looking to get into a leadership role, um, you'd want to start here. It's uh, extreme ownership. Yeah. Uh, it really taught me a lot about who I was as a person, as a leader, how to go about talking to people, how to really hide my ego, uh, to develop into what would be become now a much better leader. Um, but another one I talked about, and this kind of like relates to where I'm at in my career now too, I'm making a big switch, and um, it's uh, start with why. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm sure you've probably yeah, been Simon, Simon yeah, Sinek, yeah. yeah. I read that. I read that one. Start with why, and then I just got done with Leaders Eat Last, and I think he has another one called Ultimate Something. I'll have to check that out. Okay. That's the third book. He has. Yeah, nice. Yeah, um, but I did want to bring up like a specific part of that. Start with why. Sure. Um, it's about you know, there's always an alternative to the path they think that they are on, and it's a quote that really stuck out to me. Um, for one, because it kind of relates to where I'm at right now. Um, and absolutely. So I wanted to bring that up in the, in the podcast and kind of talk about that for, for a second here. So um, what what would that kind of like mean to you that there's always an alternative to the path you're on? Yeah, I'll tell you what, you know, that is something that just happened to me, what, 90 days ago, right? I was on a career path for some time that I really enjoyed, uh, loved the company, loved what was going on. And as I started to grow within that organization, you know, still, you know, really reaching out for development and, and looking for some help, uh, you know, that started to become kind of a kind of an issue. And fortunately, I got connected off of uh, LinkedIn with a with a person in a different uh, company and kind of transitioned over to that different path. And I think for the longest time, that would have never even been in my head to even think to do that. But as I've developed as a leader and developed as a person, and you know, I think when you do that, you get a little bit more self confidence, self esteem, kind of trust your decisions, and jump ship, right? I jumped over to a new role, uh, a new company, new leadership team, and it's been the best decision yet. So I think taking that leap of faith is something that is very difficult at first, but once you do it, I think you really learn that maybe the grass is green on the other side, you know? Yeah. Really take control of your career too. Yeah. I know you mentioned uh, utilizing social media platforms like LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. I don't want to get too involved in that. I think we could probably speak a whole episode just on that in our podcast. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Um, But that's probably a huge, huge thing we want to talk about eventually. Um, I am excited to to really dive into that. I know we've kind of had a big following on that and been able to turn just the cool things that we're doing in our, in our environment into, you know, learning experiences. Yeah. Um, absolutely. and just, uh, just really cool posts that people can learn from them and develop their own leadership skills. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta, you know, to jump in real quick, I have another buddy of mine. Uh, his name is Jared. He was an assistant manager at the company I was with originally, then tried out, um, one of the competitors in the same telecommunications industry. And then jumped over to medical sales, and now he just absolutely crushes it. But so many skills he learned from his first job in that retail environment has made him so successful now. And that's another thing, an alternative path. You know, four years ago, I highly doubt you would have told him, hey, you're doing great in the telecommunications world. Well, you know, you're going to be in medical sales before you know it. Mm-hmm. You know, but the fact that he trusted his skills and trusted his abilities, now he's, you know, making high six figures you know, and crushing it, you know, and that's, that's something that really I, I admired and enjoyed seeing that as well. And that's another part of that, you know, an alternative path. You know, I think the, him being successful in the beginning kind of built that self-confidence, self-esteem and he, you know, it's really been tenfold for him. Yeah. I think know? that that is such an important concept to really think about is how easy it is for people to get stuck, uh, on the one path that they're on and think that that's really the only path for them. And maybe even the company they work for, or the people they've been around kind of, you know, impacted that that mentality or made it seem like it was even 
even more true than it actually was. Right. Um, which is scary sometimes because it can create a situation where people will stay in the same career and um, mm-hmm. eventually become very unhappy. Yeah. Uh, you might even be making six figures. That's not always really what it's about. It's about uh, achieving your goals and, right. and beating your goals and continuing to raise the bar on those goals and then beating those goals. Yeah. yeah because what? you got to have that that satisfaction of continuous uh, you know the chase, the right. chase of something. Right. You lose that. You lose. You lose a sense of being your purpose, really. Yeah, and I think another thing that affects the alternative path is, you know, that that saying, people don't leave companies; they leave leaders. Right. And I think when you're in an environment where you don't see that kind of development or that inspiration or you don't see that drive that that leadership really is supposed to bring to their teams. It's something that you start looking other directions. You know, if you don't, you know, my, my, my leader right now, you know, he told me, told me earlier that, you know, if you don't invest in your teams, if you don't try to build career paths and build development plans for your team members, they will find and build a development path somewhere other than where you're at. Yeah. You know, and I think that's something that we really have to take in consideration that as soon as you take your eye off your team, you're losing your top talent. Right? Yeah, you're losing your top talent. You know, and I think that's what's happening at our previous, you know, company right now. I think a lot of people, a lot of high performers that were in all these different programs are starting to leave because not that they dislike the organization, maybe they just don't see the return on investment, you know, from their leadership. It's very possible. Yeah. Uh, so that's really kind of what we're going to talk about today. Uh, I think that the you know the takeaway from this uh, today, this this first podcast, I know we're going to get super more in depth with a lot of other stuff. Um, but this the takeaway here, I think uh, you know if you want to jump in, but I think it's really that even if you feel stuck, even if you feel there's nothing else, um, always always kind of keep your head up and look for more options because there really are options out there. And if you're someone that's going to work hard for it, uh, you can definitely go in and do it. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think. I think that that is a big takeaway, and really the other one would be just believe in yourself. Absolutely. You know, I mean, if you if you have that you know issue with that self confidence, that self esteem, I'll tell you something that can help that is is taking a risk. You know, and, and and trying something out and jumping out there and taking that leap of faith. You know, because at the end of the day, yeah, this is going to be a podcast that's about you know interviewing and you know leadership skills, but. Realistically, it's kind of a self-development one. You know, I I think the biggest thing that I've taken from this is that all of the times I remember in my life where I didn't believe in myself or I was really unsure of something and I just didn't take that chance. You know, like Michael Jordan, you miss all the shots that you never take. I think finally in my career, I'm starting to take those shots. I'm starting to take those chances. And what it's done for me in my life, you know, personally, financially, professionally, it's really been, you know, pretty incredible. Mitch, I wanted to uh, let you finish there, but I do need to uh, pay a little homage to my my NHL legend Wayne Gretzky, not Michael Jordan. I know you're a big fan of the the NBA and Michael Jordan, but that uh, that quote was actually uh, you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take by Wayne Gretzky. I think he took that. (laughs) But uh, we'll let you slide on that one. But uh, (laughs) I do want to say thank you for for tuning in to us today on our first podcast, and we're super excited to to get out uh, some more information and see you guys next time. Thanks for stopping in. Fucking hockey, man.